Recording! Oh, I like beer. I like beer, too. Alright, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Fair Enough. I'm Sean O'Dell. Andrew Moon! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Figure I'd give it a new little spice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. What do you want to talk about first? We've had a lot of shit going. We have. It's been a while since we've done a, 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 a couple uh, weeks now. Yeah, podcast. Um, well, I guess let's go back to the most interesting thing that's happened to us in a while. <laughs> that would be Portland. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we went to Portland. <laughs> As many of you know, we're huge Kevin Smith fans, and by huge, I mean fat, not you know, in love with the guy or anything. <laughs> I thought you meant like Wong Dong. <laughs> no, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> anyway, okay. So we went to go see a live podcast of Smodcast. You want a podcast? I got a Smodcast. Yeah. And uh, it was quite funny. Well, let let's go back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's go back just a little bit further. <laughs> So, like, when we first start driving, or just when we pull into Portland? <laughs> it's hard to tell a story when you have to censor yourself. Well, no, I mean, it's just a matter of, I, I was wondering where to start. Like, because we hit a lot of traffic. Uh-huh. About maybe, like, a quarter of the way into the trip. <laughs> and and just, you decided, <laughs> since we don't want to sit in traffic, <laughs> let's go get munchies. <laughs> but you pulled us off of a road where there was even more traffic... I wanted, so there was no going back. <laughs> I wanted to go the road less traveled. Wanted to go off the beaten path, it, as you, as it were. Yeah, so we went through bumfuck Washington. <laughs> and did bumfuck Washington have any bad traffic? It was just kind of odd. <laughs> it was it was definitely very odd. I felt like I went back to like the 1960s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that happened. But anyway, we can start it at Portland. Okay. Portland it is. So we pull into Portland. <laughs> and Portland sucks. <laughs> but, as it turns out, you're not quite the planner that I thought you were. Because <laughs> the one hotel, the nice hotel, or at least somewhat acceptable hotel, that we wanted to stay at, was booked. <laughs> well, the part that pissed Not with our reservations, <laughs> which were never made. Well, the part that pissed me off is that we walked in and we were all like, hey... Can we get a double for the night? And she was all like, yeah. Do you have a reservation? Fucking no. I just walked in and said, can I get a double? That doesn't mean, hey, I've got a reservation. Can I have my double room for the evening? <laughs> can we get a double? Because you already said we can. <laughs> and the so, part yeah, that pissed me off box. the most was she was hot. Yeah. I and it was air conditioned and it was like a hundred and six <laughs> fucking degrees out. Jesus, it was bad. I was it, we were like watered in the whole <laughs> fucking car. It was ridiculous. It was bad. It was really bad actually. My balls were dripping. I think I was sunburned for like a week afterward just on yeah. my right side. Yeah, my left <laughs> arm got it, and then because I was wearing shorts, like my left knee right here, <laughs> you can still see the line. You can, when I get out of the shower, you can see like white. Yeah. I look like Two-Face. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. Monica was rubbing aloe vera on me for like a week, not because of the sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to take it there, sir. <laughs> Oh, man. 
so I yeah. was like, run me down. <laughs> <laughs> you're anyway. Like, you're like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 but, uh, so yeah, so we found out that we couldn't stay at the Motel 6 because <laughs> fucking, I don't know how to make reservations apparently. So we looked for the next closest one. <laughs> and we found it. Well, the part that pissed me off is we fucking called. I called the first time, and I'm like, hi, is this the Deluxe Motel Inn? Hello? Yeah, is this the Deluxe Motel Inn? Click. What the fuck? <laughs> so I call back, and I'm like, hey, is no, this... No, 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 you're skipping the important part. When you turned to me and said, that bitch hung up on me. <laughs> Fair enough, that did happen. <laughs> so well, I then, in your moment of silence afterwards, still trying to figure out what exactly <laughs> had happened, you decide, hey, even though they hung up, I'll call back. <laughs> I'm going to do this again. So, yeah, so I call him back, and she answers again. She goes, hello? I'm like, yes, is this the Deluxe Inn Motel? Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you <Hard> have... question. <laughs> do you have any doubles for the evening? Double? Yes, do you have any doubles for the evening? Hello? <laughs> Is this the Luxon Motel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it started out as an Indian woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when she realized that she had no fucking clue what you were saying, <laughs> so maybe she shouldn't have answered the phone, <laughs> she passed it to her equally Indian and non-English speaking husband. Yes. So, I'm on the phone talking to this fucking tool, and I'm like, hey, do you guys have a double for the evening? Double? Yes! Do you have a double for the evening? Oh, uh, 75. As in that's $75 for a double for the evening. Yes. So I look at Sean and I say, hey, it's going to be 75. Can you work with that? And what does he say? Sure. <laughs> Motherfucker should have said no. I didn't know what we were getting into. <laughs> so, it's like maybe three blocks down. Not bad. <laughs> now, the first thing I noticed, never a good sign for a motel. It has a total of like six rooms. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true fact. Bad sign. <laughs> if your motel doesn't have more than two, more than two stories and doesn't have more than like... 12 rooms. I don't want to stay there. So, Ugh. we go into the office, and it's like a fucking broom closet Ugh. with a counter. This and dude reeks of curry. Yes. I'm st- just thinking about this guy pisses me off. Because I walk in, then I'm paying for this because Sean's going to pay me back afterwards. And he was like, <laughs> ID. See, but no. <laughs> At first, he just stood there and stared, like, yeah. like he never like, said a fucking yeah. word. <laughs> and then he gave you like the "what's up" nod, <laughs> thinking that that was gonna get the job done. As if like I'm supposed. I think I think in Portland, when someone gives you the "what's up" nod, that means give me your ID and your <laughs> yeah. ATM card. Yeah. <laughs> Please give me all of your personal information. <laughs> So fucking, oh, I hand oh. I hand over my shit to this guy, and he just starts writing shit down, and I'm looking at Sean, and Sean's looking at me like, what the fuck's going on? 
<laughs> so finally, dude hands me back my fucking uh, the ID. The whole time, this guy looks angry that he has to do his job. <laughs> he does. <laughs> He's like, I opened motels so I can watch it burn. <laughs> I no help people. <laughs> so fucking, God. He hands me my ID back, and then he just sets this piece of paper on the table. And I put my shit back in my wallet, and Sean's like, yo, and just points. And I look down, and I'm looking at the table, and the piece of paper's sitting there. And the guy looks at me, looks at the piece of paper, looks at me again, and then points at a pen as if I'm supposed to know, <laughs> hey, I'm supposed to do something here. So, fucking, it turns out this is my fucking, like, receipt or some shit. So I sign the motherfucker, hand the paper over to the guy, and he fucking goes, six, take right out of door. Okay. <laughs> okay, so we go to our room. Yes. We we unlock the door, and the very first thing you see is the longest, darkest, rapiest hallway anyone has ever seen in any rape-filled motel. I still have nightmares about that room. Like, this, this fucking hallway had to be at least, like... At least like twenty yards. Yeah. And there's no lights. There's no fucking light in the hall. Like you had to walk all the way down the hall to flip the switch. And like it was light outside when we opened yeah. up the door, and it's still and fucking thing. dark. Yeah, it's like it just fucking ate the light and was <laughs> like, "No, you're getting fucking raped. <laughs> Don't try and beat it. Just let it happen." Like, they had that fucking Ponju magic, man. Ugh, God, this... Ugh. <laughs> and we had to walk that hallway at least, like, 20 times going in and out. And the worst part was, is I did it a few times inebriated. <laughs> that wasn't okay. <laughs> at least a few. <laughs> that wasn't okay. <laughs> but, so you get past the rape hallway, and in front of you is, like, the shittiest fucking bathroom ever and on your left it was a pretty shitty bathroom and on your left all you see is like nasty like hooker sheets and then a bed and like the oldest CRT TV you've ever seen so you called your bed quite quickly and when you sat on it I was worried for you because the th- you immediately put your head, like, toward the pillow. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Don't do that. And Don't then that. when I went to go sit on my bed, it was like the mattress had just given up. And it <laughs> screamed with, like, the cries of a thousand people that had the worst moment of their lives on that <laughs> bed. So, <laughs> to the point, it, these beds were so gross, to the point where I didn't get out of my jeans... Nope. I slept stayed, fully clothed. Slept fully clothed. And used my backpack <laughs> as a pillow. <laughs> as did I. <laughs> and like, <laughs> on top of the covers, like you almost sleep like vampire style, just so your fucking <laughs> arms won't touch yeah. the bed. <laughs> it was fucking gross. And then you gotta burn your clothes later. <laughs> and the worst part was, is like we got all our, we like set all our shit down. And I walked into the bathroom, took a piss real quick, and as I'm walking out, I happen to be looking down, and I see a <laughs> rag that neither one of us has brought into this hotel, and, like, I kick it with my shoe, and it comes out, like, crusty and yellow. <laughs> yeah. And, <I'm> just, <laughs> the epic soiled washer hack. <laughs> 
turn down service anybody <laughs> i mean come on brings a whole new meaning to the word turn down service yeah because <laughs> you're like hey can i get some service in here and they're like turn down now <laughs> all right so ugh, ugh. now at this point i realized just how like heathen filled this fucking hotel is because we decided that in our moment of desperation and sadness, we had to turn to Jesus. And we looked for the Bible. Because <laughs> every good hotel room has a Bible. And then we realized this, sir, <laughs> was no good hotel room. And no Bible was present. What kind of sick fuck <laughs> doesn't put the Bible in the hotel room? The thing I think is funny is, like, you know, the old rumor that when you go, like, other Christian travelers leave, like, money inside the Bible so that when another Christian comes in, like, reads through the Bible, there's money there for them for their fellow travelers if they need it. I like to think that this guy's, like, owner of this place just found, like, a dollar in the Bible once and was like, nope, mine, fuck you, bitches. <laughs> I'm taking it. This is my lucky Bible. <laughs> Even though he's, like, all Hindi and shit, and he's like, where's that guy with the eight arms? I love him. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no fucking Bible. Fucking and all of the appliances in the restroom, like, they usually have, like, the hairdryer mm -hmm. and um, the iron and all that shit. All of the wall mounts were there, <laughs> but all the shit had been ripped out. <laughs> like, the wires had been cut, Yeah, and the items were just taken. <laughs> Like, what are you going to... Unless you know what you're doing, you're never going to be able to use that shit. Fucking... Oh, God. This so, place. It was interesting. Even, like... I felt like I couldn't... Like, I was cleaner not taking a shower than taking a shower yeah. in this place. I could not have undressed in that... Oh, nope. Nah. -uh. Now, after we check in and the... We get to the uh, hotel and everything's good to go. We decide or, you, your phone was dying and you needed a charger. Yes. So we were going to Best Buy. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> now, <laughs> when we went to Best Buy, by this time we were already fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't remember why I started whispering, <laughs> but. <laughs> No, I remember what it was. We were sitting in the uh, the 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 Bank of America, like the ATM, ATM or like the pull-up like ATM. Yeah, and I don't know why we were stopped there for so fucking long, <laughs> but like this lady like walked by and I said something. And she looked at me and I started whispering and I was like, "Shit, did she hear me?" And then you just caught on and started going <laughs> with it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've come to the conclusion that anything. <laughs> can be creepier if you whisper it. <laughs> like, a homeless guy comes up to you. <laughs> and he's just, he asks for $5. You say, no, get away from me, dirty, and you walk away. A homeless guy comes up to you and says, please, give me $5. I'm so hungry. <laughs> you have to drop the money and run. <laughs> I fucking... I'm serious. This, this is not a joke. We cracked up for ten fucking and minutes. And maybe it's because we were so fucked up. But I think a good portion of the rest of the night was, was spent in whispers. <laughs> like, like, every time there was, like, a lull or something like that, I just went, Can I please get five dollars? <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. Sean, 
Sean. Sean, I stole this lady's pizza. I love you. <laughs> and I really need five dollars. <laughs> Please give me five dollars. I'll do anything. Wait, anything. Wait, wait. Don't walk away. I need five dollars. Where are you going? tax shut up <laughs> why are you saying so loud <laughs> we're in portland all we do is whisper <laughs> there's strippers <laughs> on every corner i'm so hungry for donuts wait where are you from you're from washington okay you know starbucks strip clubs are starbucks down here It was an interesting <laughs> night. <laughs> and it gets so much worse when, like, you talk like that. Like, that was maybe, like, two minutes of yeah. just whispering. As soon as you start talking normally, everybody like, that's listening right now has either paused it <laughs> or is so uncomfortable <laughs> that they're just wondering what to say to us after <laughs> this is over. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> so, it, we might have to revisit that somewhere down the line. <laughs> just make it a typical segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Conversations that could be worse if they were whispered. Weekly whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Weekly whispers. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so that's happening. <laughs> Alright, so we finally go to the show. Both fucked up beyond all means. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to the point where, honestly, until I listened to the <laughs> podcast after it had been posted... I didn't remember what the fuck they had talked about. Now, you see, I was... I don't think it had hit me yet. So, like, I'm sitting there, and I was like, okay, I'm going to get another beer. You want one? You're like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Okay, so, back up. (laughs) We go, and we sit down. Word. And we say... You tell me, okay, hey, I'm going to go get a beer. Do you want one? And I'm like, sure. So you come back with a couple beers. You say that you've paid an extravagant amount for a very small beer. I think that you were a little bit more fucked up than (laughs) non-fucked up. Because (laughs) after you were done with your beer, you turned to me and said, I'm getting pizza. (laughs) You want pizza? (laughs) And I took pizza. And you come back with two pizzas. (laughs) One beer. (laughs) You're a dick. <laughs> I got you pizza, motherfucker. <laughs> you stole the other lady's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Okay, let me tell that story. Hold on. <laughs> so, 
so, alright, so the way this line works is you've got, like, this oven, and then, like, pizzas right here, or behind a glass case, and then some cute chick cutting the pizzas. And then further to the, if you're looking at the place, to the left, there's a lady serving drinks, and then further left, there's, like, this ghetto makeshift bar, where this guy's just, like, pouring beer into plastic cups, and it's like, I don't have that at this place, go there! <laughs> So fucking the line goes past that and goes upstairs, up into the fucking balcony and shit. So I'm standing on the stairs like, man, I'm never going to get fucking beer or pizza. I'm going to die standing here. I'm going to miss the show. And then all of a sudden I'm up at the place like, hey, can I get a pizza? <laughs> so fucking I ask for two pizzas, another beer, and I'm standing at the, the, the end where they hand out everything. And... I've got my beer in my hand, and I'm waiting for the pizza, and this lady drops a piece of pepperoni on the fucking counter, and looks at me and says, pepperoni, so I'm thinking, alright, that's mine, so I grab it, hold it in my hand, and this lady comes out of my peripheral and goes, I ordered a pepperoni, and I'm like, this is pepperoni, (laughs) (laughs) but this is my pepperoni, (laughs) and she's like, oh, no, thank you, and just like walked away for a second, so I was like, cool (laughs) so she lays down the second piece of pizza i grab it and i'm like i got my food and walked away (laughs) (laughs) but by this point you come back and you sit down and you say listen to this (laughs) i stole this lady's pepperoni not once but twice It happened. I mean, I'm not going to say sorry for it. I got back. I got to see the show. I ate me some fucking pizza and drank me some fucking beer. Once again, no clue what these guys said until I went back and listened to it. I remembered it being a funny show. I remember laughing my ass off. Yeah, that's what I am sure. I couldn't remember, like, specific details of the show. The only thing I remember is... um, Kevin Smith reading the, uh, the 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 tweets where the guy was like, I came with my parents because me and my girlfriend broke up, and okay, then yeah. the other guy was like, I'm coming, sans the girlfriend, and as like Kevin Smith starts introducing the idea of these guys fucking fucking hooking up, homeboy in the back who's like right next to us stands yeah. up and's like touching his heart, holding his arms out, looking yeah, at the like guy, yeah, like Shakespeare style, does it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> realizes that down. nobody's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> nobody's looking at him. So he decides, oh, awkward. I should probably <laughs> sit down now. And sits down without getting anything. I, f- I kind of felt bad for the guy, but at the same time, I was like, too fucked up, fuck he you. He brought it on himself. <laughs> Fucking, oh God. <laughs> Alright. So, the show ends... <laughs> And we decide it's dinner time. Oh, God. Oh, God. I just remembered that. (laughs) So, we decide that it's Portland, it's new, it's exotic. The only place that we could possibly go to match this trip would be taco time. (laughs) The sad thing is, is like... There were places we could have gone that were, like, Portland-exclusive, but we were like, nope, nope, need taco time. Gotta have taco time. (laughs) Because we were fucked up. (laughs) And that's what fucked up people do. (laughs) So fucking, oh, God. So I flipped the biggest bitch known to man, because I swear to God, every fucking road on there is one way. Yeah, yeah. So they're all blocked by, like, all these fucking medians. So no left turnies for me. (laughs) 
fucking I remember going like I remember I remember driving, but I don't really remember driving. Like I remember being in the car. Yeah. And I remember ordering our food, but I don't remember the driving part. Yeah. <laughs> now I remember ordering the food because <laughs> it was a long fucking order. <laughs> yeah. We it was the longest order known to man. And then at the end I say, and please give me two chicken natural soft tacos. <laughs> and I blew this fucking girl's mind. <laughs> Because apparently, <laughs> the natural soft taco only exists in the state of Washington. Apparently. Now, Monica, I, I told her the story, and she says that it actually does only exist up here because it's, uh, like, Taco Times are owner-exclusive. Uh-huh. So they have a menu, but they can actually add and subtract gotcha. okay. from their own menu. So they actually do a natural soft taco up here, I guess, because they think that everybody in Washington's a bunch of tree-hugging fuckers. Apparently. But you figure Portland would be the same way. Anyway. Well, I just like that we rolled up and you were like, yeah, can I get two natural soft tacos? And she goes... Excuse me? Yeah, just two natural soft tacos? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> well, she goes, um, I don't see that. <laughs> okay. Good. Go to tacos. <laughs> I'm sitting in the passenger seat like, look harder! <laughs> You'll find it eventually! Come on! <laughs> and then finally I say, fuck it. <laughs> we drive to the window and she goes, I was so confused. <laughs> I can't remember was she cute. I, I honestly I can't <laughs> remember exact looks. I don't remember her being like Quasimodo style. Yeah, fair enough. But we did get our food. Like I think like two or three bags of food. Yeah, it was three. It was three bags. I le- here's the order that we got. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure I got five crisp fucking burritos. Okay, and I know I got two or three. Two. Two or th- I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was one of those. But I got five beef with large Mexi fries and a large root beer. Yeah, John I got, got the large Mexi fries. Large Mexi fries, like three bean crisp burritos. I think there was a couple soft burritos in there or something. I think, no, well, because after they didn't do the natural soft taco, I just did two regular soft tacos. Okay. And then... I want to say, like, I got another order of fucking Mexi fries. Yeah. Like, a whole butt fuck of Mexi fries. Like, f- just to the point where, like, not fucked up, I'm like, holy shit, how did I eat all of that? Yeah. And we did. Yeah. <laughs> it was gone. <laughs> like, we got back to the fucking death room and made it through the rape fucking corridor. I forgot. I gotta go back. Uh-oh. <laughs> Finish that. <laughs> okay, so we go back. No, because I'm going to keep going all the way to fucking Karate Kid. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll leave Karate Kid as a teaser for now. Okay. I forgot about the rape alleys behind the hotel. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I just remembered Rape Hallway, and I was like, yeah, it was even worse than Rape Alley. <laughs> So, as you're in the bathroom, checking out your initial first look just before the uh, crusted linen cloth, I decide that because it's fucking 106 degrees out, that we should probably crack some windows. Right. (laughs) Now, I open the first set of shutters, and there's uh, maybe like a four-foot fucking alleyway Uh behind the hotel, like grassed over so it's like they didn't even take like care of the pavement <laughs> so like the pavement is all bracked 
like broken and cracked, and there's grass actually coming up from it, uh-huh. and there's beer bottles basically lining the whole fucking like, like the whole roadway, like it's the fucking like yellow brick road of just disaster <laughs> and fucking just despair, <laughs> and then there's a fucking wire fencing. And then on the other side, there's a fucker's house, and I'm, like, looking in his back door, because he's got it, like, hanging open. Wait, 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 his back door, like, his brown eye? Yeah, okay. like, he's, like, spreading both cheeks, and he's like, Ray Pally, son! <laughs> this is what we do in Portland! Yeah. But, yeah, it's like the fucking yellow brick road to, like, rape and tears. So I we decide... are the Alley Cat Guild. Yeah. The Alley Cat Guild. <laughs> so at this point, I figure, I'm not going to keep this window open. <laughs> I'll just go to the next one. So the other nope. window is on the other corner of the room. So if you're looking at it, this first window was on the right or the left? If I'm looking at it, so this window is facing west. And now I'm going to turn to the south... Okay. So 90 degrees to my left. Right. And there's another window. The one with the AC unit underneath it? Yes. Okay. All right. I know what you're talking about now. So at this point, <laughs> I figure, okay, like, because I, I don't even want to touch the AC unit. Oh, I've already turned it on at this point, remember? Oh, you had. Yeah, because we walked in and I was like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it deaths to life. So life. I open that window Rape Alley extends <laughs> to the other end of the building, apparently. <laughs> Rape Alley just isn't one alley in fucking Portland. Yeah, it's like a whole fucking, like, set of roads. It's like the fucking, like, exercise trails for rapists Well, the worst part drunks. was... The worst part was, was when we were coming back, we were coming through, like, the back alley. Yeah. And fucking, I kept seeing it, and I was like, someone's getting raped. Yeah. Like, you just, all of a sudden, you're hearing cries, and you look down the alley, and there's, like, nothing there. You're hearing the cries (laughs) of past rapes. (laughs) The morbid part of it is, is I'm like, yes, someone's getting raped in the rape alley, not in the rape house. Yes! (laughs) Just as long as it's not me getting raped in the rape hallway. I'm good. (laughs) So, there's Rape Alley, another wire fencing, and another backyard. And this guy's actually in his backyard, (laughs) shirtless, (laughs) on his barbecue grill. (laughs) You fucking open up the window, and he just pops his head up and looks at you and goes, Wink! (laughs) No! He he looked over, (laughs) and he goes, Hey. (laughs) And I was like, Hi. And then I slowly dropped the <laughs> curtains. <laughs> nope. Yeah, exactly. I was like, had enough. <laughs> so air conditioning sufficed. I remember saying, damn you, Portland! <laughs> so many, many times. times. <laughs> okay. So back to that night. Alright, so... <laughs> so we come back to the hotel with our bags of taco time. And we we roll up, we get into the beds and everything like that, and we're fucking chowing down on our food, and Sean has the brilliant idea of like, hey, let's see what's on TV. So fucking Sean turns on the TV, and fucking Karate Kid pops up. So we're like, shit, why not? (laughs) We're fucking watching Karate Kid, eating taco time. I finally, like, I finish, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm watching Karate Kid... And I start, like, getting this bad feeling. So I sit up, 
And I lay back down. And I sit back up. And Sean goes, dude, are you all right? And I'm like, dude, I'm going to fucking die one day. <laughs> and you were like, dude, are you saying this because you're fucked up? Or are you saying this like, what, what's going on? I'm like, dude, I'm going to fucking die one day. Yeah. It never fucking hit you <laughs> that maybe one day your ticket's getting punched. <laughs> Like, as fucked up as I was, I was still content with my imminent demise. (laughs) Especially with Rape Alley less than five feet away. That's very true. I don't don't know what the fuck it was, but, like, for some reason, like, it hit me, and I was just like, I can't handle this shit right now. No, it fucking hit you hard. Like, I've never seen somebody so depressed while Karate Kid's on. (laughs) Like, <laughs> Mr. Miyagi's going, like, wax off, wax off. <laughs> and Andrew's over there, like, what's the point? <laughs> You're all going to die one day. <laughs> and the, see, and the best part of it is this fucking, like, he goes through the whole, like, uh, the kitten, uh, Daniel son's all like, I don't understand why I'm doing this. It doesn't make any sense. And Mr. Miyagi goes, show me, paint the fence. And he does the paint the fence. And he goes, ah, and he's all like, you see, you know karate. And then they, See, at that point, if he screams and punches me, <laughs> I'm blocking it. Yeah. And then I'm kicking that fucker in the balls. <laughs> I'm dropping his old man sack. <laughs> but fucking, like, right after that, they cut to the scene where they're on the beach, and the dude, like, uh, they go back to their car, and the guy's got his beer bottles on the, the Jeep or whatever, and Mr. Miyagi goes, can you please take those off? And the guy goes, fucking no. So he goes, ha! <laughs> And cuts them all in half. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Mr. Miyagi! Yeah. <laughs> like, immediately out of my depressions. <laughs> so, apparently, fuck all these, like, suicide hotlines and shit like that. What we need is Mr. Miyagi to just go, ha! <laughs> and fucking to the everybody will be okay. Kid hotline. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit, man. I'm, ser- I'm serious. Like, I'm going to start that up. I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to get a soundboard of fucking Mr. Miyagi quotes and yeah. sounds, and I'm just going to start my own hotline, and people are going to call and be like, I want to kill myself, and he's going to go, show me wax on, wax off, <laughs> and he's going to be like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> everything's good again, <laughs> and, and, like, the fucking, like, waiting tone, like, you know, <laughs> if they got to be put on hold for five minutes, it, it just plays over and over again, you're the best <laughs> around, <laughs> nothing ever going to keep you down. <laughs> <laughs> Just so that you can get ready for that shit. <laughs> or, or, we can have the uh, sound clip of Jim Jeffries from his Alcoholicos going, Don't die today! Don't die today! Don't yeah. die today! That works too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so me and you had two very different experiences. <laughs> You went down the depressing route yes. of one day <laughs> I will be gone. <laughs> and as I tried to address your concerns, it became imminent that God could fuck off. <laughs> because you made it sound like he had no choice in this. <laughs> Me, I went down the route of one day I will fuck Elizabeth Shue in the butthole. <laughs> because even back in her Karate Kid days, <laughs> you could tell she was a freak, uh-huh. and she's stacked. True, <laughs> true, true. That's the route I took. <laughs> even when Daniel's son is getting his ass whooped on the beach, yeah, while they're on their little fucking sand motorbikes, 
I would be in the background bending her over doing the YMCA <laughs> while I'm finishing on her back. Two very different experiences. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I fucking, I like the fact that Mr. Miyagi brought me out of depression and you pretty much sported a boner the entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were like, Andrew, don't make this weird, but I'm going to start jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> Please find me the crusty napkin. <laughs> so, yeah. There was, there was... There was so much, <laughs> all in one short night. <laughs> now, <laughs> you drunkenly passed out in your haze. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I, I lasted a little longer, <laughs> and I noticed that you're trying to keep as bundled <laughs> as possible. Even in your sleep, you realize I'm lying in dirt. <laughs> but eventually, even I have to go, and we're both woken up, very groggily. <laughs> To the phone. And now, at this point... I forgot about that. I institute the old adage of, you're closer. (laughs) You answer that shit. (laughs) So, you pick up the phone, and even I hear, check out, 11 a.m., click. (laughs) No discussion, (laughs) but you still go, yeah, I know. (laughs) Dude's not even there, and I'm just like, I got that shit, man! Yeah. <laughs> you finally you don't hang up on me, I hang up on you! <laughs> and that's the thing, these fuckers just keep hanging up. <laughs> so 10.30 rolls around, that was probably like 9.45, 10 o'clock. Yeah. 10.30 rolls around, we get another fucking call. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Check out time, 11 a.m. <laughs> this time you caught him. <laughs> yeah! I know. <laughs> I got your and other You phone. actually got to hang up. Now, he might have hung up. I didn't hear that. But I I know that you went down with force on that one. <laughs> and I was happy to see it. 10.59 rolls around. And we stroll out of the fucking hotel. Because fuck that guy. <laughs> so, when you went to go give him the key... Because he made it a very strict point (laughs) that even though they were the electronic keys Mm -hmm. and he probably had like 5,000 of the fucking things and 10 minutes after we check out, your key's no longer going to work anyway, he still wanted that fucking thing back. I don't think he had a lot of them, because, like, he pulled out an envelope with, like, little dividers in it. But that's his own fault. (laughs) No, not this one. This one. (laughs) So, he made sure that you had to bring him the key or put it on the counter. So, I'm getting in the car, and because it's, like, a bunch of windows inside this fucking closet... Right. I see you put it on the counter and start to walk away. (laughs) Now, at that point, (laughs) as your back is turned, the reason I was laughing in the car Uh (laughs) that I never told you (laughs) was that fucker goes... (laughs) And pokes his head out... (laughs) From his little fucking door and mean mugged you the hardest I've ever seen anybody get mean mugged ever. And I laughed really fucking hard. And when you asked me why, he had, like, I think he saw me because his eyes got really big and he pulled his fucking head back in to the point where I couldn't say, 
Indian head <laughs> in the closet. First time I've ever had to say that shit. But that's why I can never explain myself. I like to think I like put the thing on the counter and he he wanted to like have this argument back and forth where he goes, "You like Mr. Miyagi, he wrong Indian." <laughs> that's because he's Asian. <laughs> Why are you always trying to push your Indian shit on people? <laughs> Fuck you, Hindi! Alright, so... We figure since we're in Portland, we have to go to Voodoo Donut. Oh, man. <laughs> You've never had Voodoo Donut, correct? Still haven't had Voodoo Donut. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and there's now, a this was what, this. like a Friday? Or no, it was a Saturday yeah, morning. It was a Saturday morning. Because the show was Friday night. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning, 11 o'clock, you figure that there might be a little bit of a line. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's two locations. <laughs> we pull up to the first one, <laughs> and the line is, like, all the way out the door and through the parking lot to, like, the fencing area that fences off their parking lot. And this oh. building is not, like, you know, a little five-footer little tiny place where they have a kitchen in the back. No, this place is like 30 feet fucking wide. Yeah. It's a long fucking line. Like, I've actually been in that one before, the first Mm -hmm. one that we went to. I've been in there, and there's there's full tables, chairs. There's like a whole, like, lounge thing that you can sit in and, and, and eat your coffee and donuts if you want to. And then there's also seating outside. So there's plenty of room, but there's just a lot of fucking people. I wonder if that's like a... Like, daily occurrence. Like, people were like, oh, gotta go to Voodoo Donuts. There was a little bit of a line when me and Monica went last time, Mm -hmm. but we were probably in and, like, got our shit within maybe, like, 15 minutes. But that was at least, like, an hour to an hour and a half line. Oh, fuck yeah. That was a long-ass line. Now, (laughs) we decide that we're gonna go to the other one, which is actually in the city, and it's out the door and down the block. Yeah. Like, ridiculous amount of line. Yeah. Like, you should never have to cross a a fucking crosswalk to stay in line. You should never have to cross anything to get a donut. (laughs) Like, I get it. Voodoo donuts. You can get, like, Cocoa Pebbles, fucking bacon, whatever. I can go to fucking Krispy Kreme, be like, hey, give me a dozen fucking original glaze. I'll be just as happy. See, but the thing is, everybody in those fucking lines were at the Kevin Smith show yeah. the night before, and they were all so blazed out of their fucking mind that when he started talking about it, they were still <laughs> oh. high enough to be that hungry. That yeah. was the conclusion I came up to. So we get on the road, and we travel over the border, finally, back in the state of Washington. <laughs> and I decide, I'm hungry. <laughs> so we stopped at McDonald's. <laughs> Could have had voodoo, and got McDonald's. And you know what? I didn't have to wait in a fucking line for McDonald's. Nope. And the chick that took our money, pretty cute. I don't know what it is about the fucking South, but apparently all the cute chicks work fucking fast food. Alright, so that was Portland. For as many strip clubs, and you see, I, I have a buddy at work who used to live down in Portland, and I told him about the Portland's, you know, trip. And he was like, did you go to any of the strip clubs? I was like, no. And he goes, dude, that's the whole reason you go to Portland. And I was like, whatever, you know, I can go to a strip club up here. And he was like, no, you don't understand. In Portland, if you pay enough money, you can have them take you downstairs where the girls will strip, take a shower, and let you watch the entire thing. I was like, right on. Or I could just go watch porn. And he was like, 
but they're in front of you. And I was like, but porn. But I mean, it's not like you're like you know scrubbing or anything. Exactly. Like th- you're not like fingering her butt piece while she's trying to like get her shit going in the front. Yeah. It's just you get to watch them fucking clean themselves. Whatever. That's no big deal. <laughs> I guess it would be different to see a dirty girl take a shower. <laughs> That's true. An interesting you know thing that never happens. Fucking I. D- I remember when I was younger. Me, me and my brother lived in the basement of our house, and like our rooms were parallel to each other. Parallel, yeah, parallel to yeah. each other. And um, he would like he would get home. He was he was working when I was in school, so like he would get home after I got home from school, and I would always go through all of his shit, and I would like steal things from him and stuff like that. Well, he had a girlfriend who bought him one of the Girls Gone Wild DVDs, like one of the first ones, like right. Live at Mardi Gras. And I was like, oh, God, fucking porn, fuck yeah. So I was like, I would fast forward through it and watch, like, the really cool parts. And, you know, I'd jerk my little 10-year-old penis off and whatnot. Fucking at the end of the DVD, there was this scene where this girl was, like, taking a shower. And fucking, like, at the end, she starts, like, fucking herself and everything. And I'm like, oh, God, this is the most amazing thing ever. And for the longest time, I thought shower scenes were, like, the greatest thing in the world. Now it's like... Eh. What's the point? I mean, honestly, for girls gone wild in general, I just don't see the point anymore. Yeah, it's like you get to see some tits. Yeah. I think that might be the reason why I'm such a tit guy. I don't know. But, uh, speaking of porn, Uh (laughs) I got the internet finally. Yes, you did. Finally. (laughs) I have the internet. Now, I've had the internet maybe, like, what, two weeks, three weeks? I've downloaded, like, five gigs of porn. (laughs) In a very short amount of time, though. I mean, that's nothing compared to my past, but in such a short amount of time, I felt like I had to catch up. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) And I've been jerking it a lot, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I remember... Oh, God. I, um... I Like, I follow the Suicide Girls on Facebook. The only reason I do this... Suicide Girls. Oh, those crazy bitches that strip. Yeah. Fair enough. The only reason I do it is so that when I wake up in the morning, I scroll through my Facebook, and I'm like, ooh, boobies, 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 boobies. Eh, okay, done. I get my day started right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> they posted a link to a website that hosts files that you can download that isn't technically legal. I'm not <laughs> going to spit out any names. <laughs> but I was like, I can't not do it. <laughs> So I download their new DVD, and I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, you know, I've seen a Suicide Girls DVD before. It's nothing great or anything like that. I would assume it's kind of like Girls Gone Wild. It kind of is. Kind of getting naked. Kind of. Like, Girls Gone Wild, it's more like, hey, look at my tits, and then that's it. This is more like, hey, look at my tits, and then look at me play with my tits, and look at me do this with my tits, and look at me do this with my tits. Like, it's a very soft corn, soft Soft core. <laughs> I was about to say, playing Play-Doh with your boobies <laughs> isn't porn. Yeah. I mean, it's... If you just want to see a track... Like, if you think tattooed women wearing, you know... I'm fine with tattooed women. Right. It, like, weird piercings and stuff like that. If you want to see that kind of stuff, I would suggest Suicide Girls. Now, if you want to see someone with, you know, tattoos and weird piercings <laughs> getting 
fucked in the ass or something like that, <laughs> yeah. go to burningangel.com. There you will find that kind of shit. But anyways, I digress. I found one of the most attractive women in the world, and it is now my life goal to fuck this girl. Her name is Melissa Clark, and if any of you know her, she's a suicide girl. If you want to pass this on to her, whatever, just let her know. I will be really aggressive. I will put it I'll in be, your bung piece. I'll, I'll be really aggressive. I'll be really gentle. I mean, whatever you want, I'll do it just so I can fuck but you. But this is a suicide girl. She doesn't want no bitches that are like, hey, I'll do it however you want. She wants the guy that's going to be like, you're going to do it how I want. You're going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I can do that too. <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> if anybody wants to like, hey, Andrew, this is how she wants it, then fucking tell me, figure out a way for me to get in contact with her, and I'll fuck the shit out of her. And then, like, I'll record it so that I can put it up on the podcast or something. So I can be like, ooh, say my name! Say my name! Andrew! Oh, yeah! <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to hear the audio of you jamming. Why not? Okay, I'm going to... I went and looked this bitch up so that I could actually see who we're talking about. Dude, you have the internet. She's pretty cute. Right? Look up, um... I don't know if she'd be my top choice. She's, She's definitely cute. my top choice. See, so this girl, I mean, uh, that's the big difference between us. We, I think we're both breast guys. Yeah. But we have two very different uh, preferences when it comes to breasts. Sure. So, like, this girl, she, she's she got something. Right. But, uh, see, I'm one of those guys where I like it just big enough to where it it almost doesn't fit your body style. Meaning, like, it's not too big uh-huh. for your body. Like, you're not falling over and you don't have scoliosis. Right. But, like, they are definitely pronounced on your body figure. Like, I like it to the point where the moment you see her, you gotta say, God damn, look at them titties! <laughs> <laughs> you see, I... I've been hooking up with two different girls lately. One is not so well endowed in the chesticle area. And the other has, you know, fairly decent cleavage. And I, I want pictures of both. <laughs> and I can't tell you which one I like more. You've already seen one of them. The other one we'll save for later. Um, the one thing that I can say is it is a lot of fun to just, like, grab onto a chick's thighs, like, lift her up in the air, and just fuck her as hard as you possibly can, and watch big titties bouncing. Exactly. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's really fun to have a chick, like, you're making out, you're getting all hot and into it, like, you know this is going to fucking, she knows it's going to fucking, to the point where you <laughs> back off... It has been established. <laughs> to the point where you back off to, like, take your shirt off, and she takes her pants off, kicks her legs behind her head, and goes, do it. See, now, I go Kevin Smith style. I don't take my shirt off. You don't take your shirt off? Okay, it's fat guy complex, man. All right, here's here's the deal. I, I again, two girls, two different fucking styles. One I get completely fucking naked for. The other one, I don't take my tank top off. Like I'm always, anytime you see me, I'm wearing two shirts. I'm wearing a a sleeve shirt and a tank top. And a tank top, yeah. That's always happening. I'll take my regular shirt off for this chick. I will never take my tank my tank top off. Which is interesting because she is the not as attractive and shallow. Wait, is that right? Yeah. She's not as attractive. 
but she's also yeah she's more shallow than the other girl so like I could be like, hey, check it out. Um, no, she's less shallow than the other chick. That's what I meant. <laughs> so, right. like, if I take my shirt off, she'd be like, oh, okay, you've got a little extra love in there, whatever. The other girl, I take my shirt off, and she's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, that moment happens every time I go to fuck this girl. I take my shirt off, and she goes, oh, God damn it. And just goes <laughs> right back into it. Oh. <sighs> Can I tell the uh, the, uh, the 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 hookup story? Go think, for it. I think I've told you this story. I think so, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> I've been hooking up with this new girl, Becca. We were f- friends from high school, and um, when we first started hooking up, I met her. Like we we reconnected on Facebook, and we were like, "Hey, what's going on? How's it going? We haven't seen each other in a long time. We should probably go hang out sometime." Looking it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, do what you gotta do. <laughs> Go I, was gonna, I was gonna say her name, but then I was like, eh, probably not a good idea. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, we we go out, we go to the rock, we have a couple drinks, we have some food, and then suddenly she's like, hey, my boyfriend wants to know if you want to hang out tonight. And I'm the kind of guy who's like, oh, you got a boyfriend? This is immediately over. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, whatever, you know, I can get some free drinks out of it fucking go to the dude's house and he's a fairly nerdy guy like he went to emerald city comic con he got his shit he got his shit signed by um what's his name the dude who does the voices for fry on um oh i can't remember the fucking yeah. guy's name That's but i got that got it all signed by him and he was like super proud of it and i was like oh you went to emerald city comic con he was like dude i got my shit signed by this guy and i was like right on cool settle down yeah like not that cool but whatever so we're sitting there and we're, you know, chit-chatting and like I take the girl home cuz I drove her there and she didn't want to stay there so I drove her home. And um fucking she hits me up on my phone as I'm sitting in my house and she was like she goes, "So uh you should come over." And I'm like, "What?" And she was like, "I really I I want you to come over right now. Like I've 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 wanted you for a long time." And I'm thinking you've got a boyfriend. So I texted that. I was like, you've, you've got a boyfriend. Like, you could have stayed there tonight and gotten now, that shit taken care of. Now, since when does this matter? Eh. Like, is it just the fact that you're trying to grow up? Sure, we can call it that. Right. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, I, I'm like, whatever, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't think I should do that, whatever. And she was like, how about this? How about tomorrow you pick me up, I, you know, take me to work, you know, just kind of help me out. I don't have a car right now. And then uh, afterwards, you and me can just kind of go back to your place and we can watch some movies. I was like, right on, that sounds fine. <laughs> watch some movies. <laughs> so I pick her up, take her to work. She gets done. We come back home. She drops her kid off at her babysitter. Fucking, she comes over to my place. We start watching uh, um, One of Jeff, Who Lives movies. at Home. All right. Pretty good movie. We'll talk about that later. Never seen it. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um fucking right after that like it's got Jason Siegel in it so she started talking about uh, Jonah Hill who was in Get Him to the Greek mm. and we started talking about Get Him to the Greek and I was like I've got that movie so I turned off Jeff Who Lives at Home put on Get Him to the Greek obviously it's not that good it's it, I've seen it a couple times that's why I turned it off so we start watching Get Him to the Greek and she starts like rolling over and like kissing on my arm and I'm thinking she kissed your arm? Yeah, kiss it, right? Kind of weird. weird. So she's doing all that, and I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm not going to say no to this. It's not nothing too bad yet. And then she starts, like, 
rubbing on my junk. And I'm thinking, okay, this is starting <laughs> to get a little... Uh, That's better than kissing my arm. <laughs> getting to the point where I should probably say we should stop. And then she starts, like, playing around with my waistband for some reason. And then, like, looks for at me. For some reason? <laughs> well, like, she was that like... That one's not self-explanatory? <laughs> well, she was, like, subconsciously trying to tell me I should take my shorts off instead of just being like, hey, take your shorts off. I would have gotten that, and I would have been like, all right. <laughs> You're a moron. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking, she, like, she looks at me, and she was like, you should definitely take these off. And I was like, I should definitely take these off. Like, she inception <laughs> yes, my ass. Yes, I should. <laughs> so I took them off, and I'm thinking, like, okay, here comes Handjob Town. Nope. She starts going down on me, and I'm like, this is the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> so I'm laying back doing my thing. And she's, you know, sucking my dick. And I'm like, this is amazing. And then she stops all of a sudden. You're so nice. <laughs> she stops all of a sudden. And she, like, keeps playing with me. And she was like, you like that? And I was like, I'm not going to say I don't like that. <laughs> and she goes, all right. So she lays down and fucking takes her shit off. And, like, we go to fucking Happy Town. And we fucked. <laughs> and, like, right after that, I was like, that was amazing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I wake up and she was like, hey, I gotta go. And I'm like, alright, well, have fun. She was like, you drove me here. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I got dressed. Damn it! <laughs> I'm so tired now! <laughs> so I got dressed and we, I took her home and everything like that. And then a couple days after that, she told me she broke up with her boyfriend and she wanted me, to, me and her to be together. And I was like, look, I'm not looking for a relationship. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> You see, that's what I thought at first, because she was all like, I really want to be with you. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> and then fucking, like a couple days later, like her ex-boyfriend at this time, like reposted his like status as he was dating her. And I was like, so you two are still dating? And she was like, no. I'm like, why does his shit say you guys are dating still? And she was like, oh, I, uh, I don't know. How do you feel? I'll tell you as soon as you tell me how you feel. And I was like, no, you'll tell me. Because <laughs> I don't give a shit. So she fucking shows up at my house and she was like, look, I think that we would be a really great couple. And I was like, you just lied to me about breaking up with your boyfriend <laughs> so you that we could me. date. <laughs> that's all I not, uh, That's all I needed. Exactly. <laughs> so she was like, well, look, I want to be with you. Tell me what I have to do to make that happen. And like walks away. So the next... <laughs> Okay, now I know there's something wrong with this girl now. Oh, yeah. I'm not denying the fact that there's something wrong with this broad. But damn, she can suck some dick, and damn, she can fuck. Fair enough. So a couple days later, she texted me, and she was like, look, you know, I did something really stupid, and I think, you know, we shouldn't talk anymore. And I was like, you texted me, but whatever. What exactly did she do that was stupid? Well, we'll get there, we'll get there. All right. So I was like, wait, 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 what did you, what did you do? And she goes, well, you know, I don't think that you should know, and, you know, my boyfriend's not going to be really happy when he finds out. I just don't think that we should talk anymore, because it's really hard for me right now. AIDS. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to stop talking to you until you tell me what the fuck you did and she was like you know and it's none of your business I guess the scars on my ribs weren't obvious enough for you and I was like did you really just go fucking high school emo kid on yeah, me that's and emo. She, she goes no I went overly emotional dramatic girl on you I want to be with you Andrew and if I can't I just can't be happy and I was like that doesn't mean you go fucking cutting your fucking Weird. ribs 
I was like, fucking self-mutilation? <laughs> really? She, she went like fucking Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> after, after she slept with you, she had to punish herself. <laughs> she wouldn't be the first. She was like, oh no, the dirt of God is on me. <laughs> so, oh god. So fucking, I I stopped talking to her for a couple days, and then she, <laughs> because if she starts cutting herself just for fucking you, well then obviously not talking to her is the right path. Well, maybe I mean, this I'm, bitch will just take it to the next step. I'm not gonna. I'm not like the reason I don't date is because I'm not. A, I'm not a boyfriend. Like if I get into a relationship, like they're like, oh my god, my day was so bad, and I'm like, that sucks. Want to fuck? And they're like, you're such a dick. And I'm like, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't talk for a couple days. And then she tells me that she basically got kicked out of her place and she needed a place to stay. (laughs) That's not going to work out too well for her. (laughs) So I was like, "Ah, fine, I'll let you stay at my place. But just know, you know, I'm still not too happy with you and everything like that. (laughs) Really? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I saw that going down the well. I hear there's a good shelter <laughs> on the corner of Fifth and Broadway. Well, she fucking oh god, why did I do this? She fucking comes to my place and she, you know, she's we're talking, we're, you know, I'm telling her that I had a fucking horrible day cuz I really did. It was a fucking <laughs> shitty day at work. Okay, so let me get this straight. They tell you about their horrible day and it's oh, that sucks. <laughs> Wanna fuck? <laughs> But when it comes to your horrible days, bitch, sit down and listen about my horrible day. I didn't and then we're going to fuck. <laughs> I didn't tell her to fucking listen to me. She just kept asking questions about what was going on. Weird. So, so I fucking kept talking. So I finally, I was like, it was, this was like three, four o'clock in the morning. Finally, I was like, fuck this. I need to get some sleep. So I went and I laid down in bed and I like noticed she gets up out of bed and lays back down and then gets back out of bed and then lays back down. (laughs) And never good. That's when you wind up with a horse head in your bed. (laughs) Well, I realized why she kept doing this is because she was taking off articles of clothing. (laughs) The bitch just couldn't have done it like all at once. (laughs) I think she was trying to be like, hey, I'm taking this off. You should pay attention. But I was like, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So finally she lays down and she's like in panties and her uh, bra. And like, I'm still like, I've got, I'm laying, I'm laying down looking at like facing her, but my eyes are closed because I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. And like, she rolls over and she starts like, again, kissing my arm. And I'm like, you don't, don't do that. (laughs) Please stop that. (laughs) What is this weird fascination? (laughs) I'm like, don't, don't do that. And she was like, why shouldn't I do that? And I'm like, just don't, don't. (laughs) And then she grabs my hand, which is like, I lay, uh, when I lay down, I lay with my head, my hands over my head. Weird. <laughs> I know, right? I fly like Go! Superman when I'm sleeping. <laughs> so I'm laying there, and she like grabs my hand, and I feel it start going closer and closer to her. And all of a sudden, like she's sucking on my fingers, and I'm like, "That's weird, too." I'm like, "You don't." She doesn't know where those have been. <laughs> I'm like, "Don't do that, because this is gonna lead to really bad things for you." And she was like, "There's nothing bad about this." And I'm like, "All right, whatever." So she keeps going to town on my fingers, and then like she goes, "Can I kiss your neck?" I'm like, I'm not going to tell you no. Uncomfortable conversation. See, that's the thing. You either do it or you don't. You exactly. Don't you don't, don't ask. Just do it. So she kisses. But even then, kissing the neck, bad move. Uh, it, it, just, it just never seemed like, it never seemed sexy to me. Really? No. Nah. I don't know what it is. But not at all. 
I like I like this general area to be kissed. You're weird. Hey, whatever, man. So she starts kissing my neck. She starts. She eventually like pushes me over, and just like starts playing with my junk again. Something well, whatever. You know, as long as I keep my shorts. Okay. <laughs> as long as I keep my shorts on this time, she's not gonna fuck. Whoa! There, there, there they shorts. go. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, like she's sucking my dick again. So I'm thinking, oh my god. Ooh, this feels a lot better than it did last time. And then she like like I put my hand on the back of her head like every guy does and fucking like because you have to direct exactly no matter how good it is it can be better <laughs> so fucking like she like starts off like taking like half the dick and then I'm like nope all the dick <laughs> I said no <laughs> so fucking oh god so she like she comes up for air or something like that. <laughs> And, like, it's still, like, jerking me off at the same time, but doing it, like, good. Like, this is, like, the best jerk-off section I've ever had. And I'm, like... Pounding the meat? Yeah. I'm, like, you really need to stop that. And she was, like, why? And I was, like, because if you don't, we're not fucking tonight. And she stops and just lays down. I was, like, well, I didn't say stop everything. (laughs) So, fucking, we start fucking. And, like... The last, the first time we fucked, she, like, immediately afterwards, she was like, oh, God, give me something to clean myself up with. This, this time, she was just like, like, I was like, bam! And then she was like, cool, good job. <laughs> you, did, you did well. <laughs> I'm just, okay. and I'm just like, oh, my God. I hate you so much. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Like, she, ugh. Like, I hate this girl, legitimately. Like, in my soul, I hate this girl. But, god damn, she can suck a dick. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, I, I feel. Oh, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm married. <laughs> Practically. Practically. <laughs> like, less than 100 days, I'll be married. <laughs> I know, I'm I on your wedding as weird guy who hangs around. I have 0% sex life. <laughs> my sex life? 5 gigs of porn. <laughs> Are you guys really not fucking? We've been together for like 12 years. Ugh. Yeah, like, I'm already like, like, past the golden age of marriage, and I'm not even fucking married yet, so, yeah, like, (laughs) the most action I get is from the chick that works at Starbucks that's got a pretty smile. (laughs) You're like, hi, how's it going? Yeah. I'm like, oh, give me the white cream! (laughs) Oh, I already got my own. I'll I'll give it to you. (laughs) Oh shit! Yeah, that's what that that's that's my action. So uh, I guess a good uh, transition from your your dirty (laughs) dirty dirty chick. Um, Got a new bathroom story for you. (laughs) Always with the bathroom stories, dude. Yeah, pretty crazy, but. Uh, I don't know. This, this if we ever, out. if we ever make like a musical intro for this song, I want it to be like zip, ah, <laughs> flush, ah, yeah, wipe. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anything's ever going to beat that guy. <laughs> no. But this guy was actually pretty awesome. It was an old white dude. Now this was at the Puyallup Fair. You see. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> now, this was an old white guy in a cowboy hat. Monica was holding my jacket because... That is not what I thought you were about to say. <laughs> yeah. 
She she was gonna shake it off for me. <laughs> Monica no. was holding my jacket. Monica Monica was holding my jacket for some reason, and um, I took it from her because we were both gonna go to the restroom just before we went into the fair. Like we had gotten into the fair, but before we actually started doing stuff. So we both go into the restrooms, but I'm not gonna try and hold my jacket while I'm doing my business because sooner or later I'm going to end up pissing in my hood. <laughs> right. So I put on my jacket. <laughs> You'll be the yellow hood. I walk up to the urinal, <laughs> and I, I put on my jacket, but my sleeves bunch up in my, like, the sleeves of my t-shirt bunch up sometimes right. in the sleeves of my hoodie, so I reach in, and I'm fixing my sleeves and everything, making sure that the hoodie's on comfortably before I do my business, because I like to have full release. Exactly. You can't be worrying about, about shit About halfway through, like, fixing my jacket, <laughs> all of a sudden I hear, God damn, boy, <laughs> and I... I turn, and this guy's at the urinal, turned, looking at me. And I was like, what was that? And he goes, I ain't never seen somebody get that prepared to take a piss. (laughs) (laughs) And without missing a beat, just trying to justify myself, I said, well, my dad always taught me, if you're going to do something, do it right. (laughs) And he goes fucking A, <laughs> and turns back to the wall and keeps doing his business. <laughs> I don't think he could have made that situation any more awkward unless he went, you looking good there, boy. Yeah. I'm not but, peeing. <laughs> I mean, he, he was a cool old guy, but I mean, there's just some things you don't do. You don't keep streaming as you're talking to me. Unless you like cut it off and then look back and you're like, God damn, boy. Yeah, and then continue. Or like, if you're done, <laughs> but you're you just, walking away, you're like shaking it off, yeah. trying to get it done. You're like, but this guy might as well have like turned to me like full stream and just started pissing on my shoes. <laughs> so that's yeah. actually happened before. It did get awkward. <laughs> they weren't my shoes. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> but yeah, it got a bit awkward. Mm. So that's my bathroom story. Jesus for the Christ, I I'm so tired of people who wear cowboy hats. Yeah, like we um, uh, where I work, we we have to describe people who are intoxicated so that we can get. <laughs> that never ends well. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's the drunk bitch. <laughs> so, uh, like every time there's somebody with a cowboy, like we, I try to make life fun because our job sucks. So I try to make it at least a little bit entertaining. Like I'll come, like I'll come in one day and I'll tell everybody, "Hey, it's country day." So when you get on the radio, you have to use a southern accent. <laughs> that goes awesome. All <laughs> right. So this one time, I'm going to make an approach on this guy who's wearing this cowboy hat. So I, uh, I key up and I, you know, say my name. All right, say my number. I get acknowledgement and I go in and I say, "I'm going to make an approach on an intoxicated guest." Uh, it's the cowboy wearing the gay little cowboy hat. <laughs> and then, like, I let go of the radio. There's, like, five seconds of silence. And I went, correction to that, the gay little red cowboy hat. <laughs> I got pulled into the office and got yelled at. <laughs> yeah, they don't like that. <laughs> Especially since my manager, <laughs> he likes to wear cowboy hats all the time. <laughs> and he likes dick. <laughs> oh, shit. Alright, um, we can head into movies. I have seen an, a hilarious I like Jason how you used the right, uh, the right lead-in right there. It's an hilarious. 
Oh, I appreciate that. I'm glad you're noticing that I'm good working call. on my English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I can I can appreciate good work. <laughs> there you go. So I've seen an hilarious Jason Siegel movie, and I've seen an not so hilarious Jason Siegel movie. Like one's pretty actually really good, pretty funny, not not horrible. I'm not making it sound anywhere near yeah, as good as it yeah, is. I was about to say, you, you, you just made it sound like, you know, that evening shit that you take where you didn't have to wait too long before wiping. Good point. And that nugget didn't hold around or anything. <laughs> so uh, maybe a little bit better on the selling points here. Sorry, sorry. What movie is this? Uh, so we've got Five Year Engagement with Jason Siegel and... Is the crappy one or not so crappy one? This is the not crappy one. Okay. And then we've got... And the other one's not crappy. It's just a kind of depressing movie. Like, it's supposed to be a comedy, but it's uh, Jeff Who Lives at Home. And um, I think... So it's like a drama comedy. Well, it's, it, it's not... Like, there's no comedy in it. No. But basically what happens is Jason Siegel is the stoner who... Lives in a, lives in his mother's basement. His brother's this somewhat successful douchebag, and he's going through a divorce with his wife. Um, Jason Siegel now thinks that he's destined to meet somebody whose name is Kevin, and is going to help them throughout his life or something like that. Right. And it just goes through this really weird adventure where Jason Siegel and his brother like track down his brother's wife who's cheating on him supposedly and at the end of the movie Jason Siegel saves these this family's life whose car ran off the edge of a road into the river interesting sure <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what about five-year engagement? Five-year engagement, on the other hand, starts off, Jason Siegel is proposing to his girlfriend, who, I can't think of her name right now. It's, um... You can't think yeah. of her name right now, either. She's a fairly attractive woman. Yeah, she's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, British blad. But, um... So she's pr- he's proposing to her. They end up, you know, going through a five-year engagement, thus the name of the movie. Oh! Um, we saw that one coming. <laughs> Uh, there's several funny fucking parts. They originally live in Los Angeles, where Jason Siegel is a head chef or sous chef for one of these, you know, high-end restaurants, and he's going to be named head chef of one of the new restaurants. And um, they ended up having to move to Milwaukee or something like that because uh, Jason Siegel's fiance at this point got a f- scholarship or something with some psycho- psychology program in uh, one of the universities out there. Um, Jason Siegel has to learn how to, you know, cope with not living the successful shoe chef life. Um, ends up, like, growing this horrible fucking, like, patchy beard. <laughs> like, all right. goes all mountain man status on us and shit. And, like, like, hunts all the time. And, like, takes the deer and brings them back home and, like, makes shit out of them and whatnot. Like, it's fucking gross. <laughs> and, um... Fucking by the by, you know, third act of the movie, they split up because uh, she made out with her uh, boss, and Jason Siegel found out. The his chick, Emily Blunt, is that her name? Yeah, Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah, she made out with like her boss. That's fucked up. Yeah. But, like, she, she immediately... End of the engagement. Right? That's what you would think. But here's what happened. Like, she's super-duper trash at the bar. They make out. 
she realizes she's fucking stupid. Fucking he, she goes to find Jason Siegel, and you know she goes, "We need to get married right now. We need to make this happen now." Nope. And Jason Siegel doesn't know what happened, so you know he he's like, "Okay, yeah, fine. Let's 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 do this. Finally, let's make this happen." This is like five years. This is the fifth year of their engagement. Sure. So he's like, "Yeah, let's make this happen." So they start just like taking over, like dropped pieces of other people's weddings. So, like, they've got, like, this Asian family's cake. They've got this Jewish dude uh, as their uh, officiator. Officiary? Officiant. Officiant. Um, fucking... So they start... They go to the reception dinner, and she tells him, look, you know, it's no big deal, but I kissed, you know, so-and-so. And he fucking... He, you know, they get super pissed off at each other. They start fighting. They go home that night. They go to fuck. And Jason sequels on top of her. And, like, just, you know, going at it in, like, the most lackluster sex in the world. <laughs> and she's like, you know, if this isn't going to happen, that's fine. And he's like, no, this is going to happen. And then all of a sudden, he just goes... And then gets up and walks into the bathroom. And she goes, she's just laying there, like, doesn't move, and then goes, did you just fake an orgasm? And he goes, no. <sighs> Why'd you have to kiss him? And she's sitting there, just like, she starts trying to justify it and everything like that, and he comes in, and he gives his, you know, huge, I'm pissed off at you spiel, and he goes, and yes, I did fake an orgasm, how does it feel, and walks out of the room, <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, you tell him, Jason Siegel. Yeah, see, that would have been the end of the fucking engagement. Right? So, they, you know, they split up and everything, he goes back to Los Angeles, he opens up his own store, no, he actually, he opens up his own food truck and shit, but in an ambulance and whatnot. <laughs> Alright. So he's making, like, awesome bomb-ass tacos and shit, and fucking, she realizes like, they both go on to date other people, uh, they realize that they hate the other person or whatever, they, uh, they, uh, she comes back to Los Angeles to start talking to him, and they, you know, start rekindling their fire or whatever, and she ends up like, hey, look, you need to go over here while they're driving in the little ambulance food truck, and by the end of the movie, they end up just getting married and shit. So, I mean... can do it. It's a cute little, you no, know... See, that's a bad way to sell a movie. What? You're a faggot. <laughs> don't, don't fucking start with me, <laughs> motherfucker. Everybody listening, right now... <laughs> Get on your phones. Everybody's got a phone nowadays that can get onto Facebook. <laughs> Go to the Fair Enough page and say, Andrew, <laughs> you're a faggot. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's my response to everybody who says that on fucking Facebook. <laughs> Fuck you. No, because you just said, oh, it's a cute little... Uh, <laughs> it's a cute little movie. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to, like, try to justify the... I'm not even going to defend myself because I am a straight male who can say it was a cute little movie. <laughs> You're a straight male that happened to like penis. <laughs> I'm I, no, I fuck you. You know it. It, <laughs> it was a good movie. I think everybody should go See, pick it up. Now that would have been an okay selling point. <laughs> That's not what you said. Now you're backtracking. See? Okay, I'll say it. It's a cute, good little movie. See, cute. Gets all the female listeners who are like, oh my god, I'm on my period and I need to watch something that makes me laugh. 
And then it gets all the guys who are like, I want to see a movie where Jason Siegel loses his fucking toe. Yeah, that's right. Jason Siegel loses a toe, but I'm not going to tell you how. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, away from the cute little movie, I went to go see Expendables Part 2. Oh, how was it? <laughs> it was pretty much how you would think an Expendables movie would be. Right. But there was a lot more blood and gore. <laughs> a lot more? Yeah. Is that possible? Yeah. <laughs> and um, that little uh, Hemsworth fucker, <laughs> not Thor, the bad one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it has all the right people in it. And, uh, you know, it's a bunch of fucking old guys. And you can see that they're getting older. Well, I like in the first one how they do that scene where... Uh, the the plane's taken off and Jason Siegel or not Jason Siegel uh Jason Statham no not Jason Statham the other one Sylvester Steve Stallone? Sylvester Stallone him I was about to say fucking I don't know anyway so Sylvester Stallone's like running after it trying to chase it down and they keep doing cut scenes like yeah. they're like here's a scene of him running and he takes like a step and they're like that was fast enough and then cut <laughs> away and he's like oh, oh god oh god cut away cut away alright they don't do a whole lot of running in this one. <laughs> Because they can't run. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, it's about what you would expect. But it's a decent enough movie. They didn't have Mickey Rourke in it, which I thought that, I mean, honestly, like, I'm not big on Mickey Rourke, but I thought that that was one of his better parts for a while now. Like, he did okay in Iron Man. And I never saw, like, The Wrestler or anything. Mm. But I thought that he actually did okay in that movie. Mm. Like, he sold it. I mean, it was a small part in the first one, but he yeah. did okay with it. They didn't. He yeah. sold it well. Especially in, like, the one, like, big part that he had. Where he was talking about the bitch jumping off the bridge. Oh, yeah, stuff. yeah. He did well. So he wasn't in it. Uh, Jet Li was only in it for maybe, like, the first, like, 10, 20 minutes. <laughs> and then he was gone. Well, you mean, do see a lot more of Schwarzenegger and uh, Willis. I mean, I can I can handle seeing more Willis. Schwar- Schwarzenegger, whatever. Yeah, he's fucking washed up as it is. So yeah, I mean, so but it it was about what you would expect. If you want to see some motherfuckers get blown up and all that kind of shit, you know, do your thing. Still, my favorite scene of the first Expendables is uh, they're in the fucking compound. And they're, you know, they're, they're a whole bunch of motherfuckers are starting to show up, and they're like, fuck, what are we going to do? And all of a sudden, it cuts to, like, an empty tunnel, and you just see fucking bodies start falling everywhere. Yeah. And fucking the black <laughs> dude's just like, yeah. fucking Terry awesome. Cruz. Yeah, he's a dude. bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. It never dawned on me how many fucking movies that dude's in. Yeah. Like, he doesn't play, like, huge well, parts. Well, that's the thing. He, he can do comedy and action. Yeah. That's what's fun. And, like, he's a funny guy. Yes, he is. But yeah, like I I've been watching like uh, I like cop movies for some reason. So I've been watching like Training Day, fucking yeah. um, um, Brooklyn's Finest, um, Street Kings. Like he's in all three of those fucking movies. Mm-hmm. But he's not like a huge part. He's just the guy that stands in the background. It's just like I got big fucking muscles. What's up? Mm-hmm. No, he's big as hell. All right, walk. But yeah, I mean, he's but he's a funny fucking motherfucker, dude. Yeah. He's awesome. I love that guy. But yeah, so that's expendable. I mean, yeah, yeah, honestly, there's really not much you can say about it. <laughs> you can't say much. All you can say is motherfuckers died, motherfuckers didn't die. Yeah. And movie. The people that you expected were going to die died and the people that weren't supposed to die 
didn't, didn't die. die. <laughs> um, so moving on to the comedy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got something. No, we're definitely moving away from from nerdy. Uh-huh. Whether or not we're moving into funny, I'll let you be the judge. But I feel like we could. doctors perform emergency surgery to remove girl's tongue stuck in a bottle. Huh? An eight-year-old was drinking from a bottle, got her tongue stuck in it. How do you get your stuff? I have no idea. Okay. But it says that her tongue got stuck in the bottle and ended up swelling to the point where even after she got brought to the hospital, they cut the bottom off of the bottle, they punctured holes in it, and no matter what they did, they couldn't get it off. And it got lodged so far back in her mouth that it was hitting her wisdom teeth. Holy shit. So there was no way to get around it. They took her fucking tongue. So this bitch can't talk anymore, can she? <laughs> it, Wait. It uh, says that she's going to need speech therapy. <laughs> I wonder... Yeah, you fuck. You need your tongue for everything. Fucked. Like, hold on. Hold on. I can't do it without fucking with my lips. Like, you need your lips for peas. <laughs> you need your tongue... You need it for like T's and D's. You need it. You need it to fucking speak <laughs> and to go. <laughs> <laughs> you can go. <laughs> but you sound more like a horse. Yeah, that's just lip flapping. <laughs> shit. T- See, you need it for t- that's that's the one that would fuck me up. I wouldn't be able to say shit. Okay. Fuck. They fuck, reattached fuck, the appendage. Fuck. And are offering antibiotics and antiseptic mouthwash and sprays to help with swelling. Her mom said the doctors have told them they will likely need speech therapy because of nerve damage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Put that back. Sorry. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to imagine like a life without my tongue. Yeah. And it's up. (laughs) You're never pleasing a woman again. Like, you'd be the... I don't know. You might be, like... No, you'd be, like, the worst kisser, plus you'd give, like, the worst blowjobs. Yeah. Because, like... I, I don't know about you, but I, I definitely like a little little head playing, like a little... Yeah! Uh, like, that's fucking good. If you can't do that, you're just, like, rubbing it around your face. <laughs> just, like, take smacking your cheeks how's, with it. How's that feel? Do you like that? Does it feel good? Uh. Like... Don't, yeah, that's not what my penis is for. <laughs> put it back in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point, you just put it in your mouth and let it sit there like a fucking, you know, the tongue that you used to have. <laughs> well, the thing that's fucked up, I think, the most about this, and I think we're kind of skimping over it, they re they they cut this bitch's tongue out. Yep. And then reattach that shit. Yep. <laughs> which tells me that we should be able to like reattach other body parts that get cut off. Well, most of the time you can, just as long as they're kept on ice. But, no. I'm saying... I get it that it's her tongue and everything. But we're able to cut this bitch's tongue off, put it back in, and the only thing that she has an issue with is, like, nerve damage. Okay, you could be like, and she'd never feel it. So what I'm saying is, we should be able to cut my fucking arm off. Like, cut all of my limbs off. Reattach them, and then you could be like... Never feel it. You know what I'm talking about? Kick ass. 
that's what I'm talking about. I can dig it, but your tongue, you only need so much motion. The the fingers, you might need a little bit for. Whatever, whatever. I'm just saying, I could be a superhero-ish. <laughs> Go around and just lazily <laughs> flapping people with your useless arms. And then when they try and punch you back, just say... Oh, please, not the face. <laughs> Here, take an arm. <laughs> take a leg. I don't know, man. I think it would be even more fucked up if they were like, we had to cut this bitch's head off and then reattach <laughs> it to her body. She may need a little bit of physical therapy. And she's just like laying in the corner with her head on the fucking, like on a pillow. And she's just like, uh, can you help me? I think I need to pee. At that point, <laughs> just fucking kill me. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. Like, how do you get your tongue stuck in a bottle? Like, I remember back in the day when, like, you would take, like, like one of those glass bottles and, like, you would suck all the air about it, out of it and then put your tongue in the hole and it would hold there and then you pull it off and it's all like... Did you ever do that? No. I'm going to show you this. Hold You're on. You're retarded. <laughs> uh... See? It makes funny noises. I was kind of hoping that we were going to have to <laughs> cut your tongue off. <laughs> this would have been so much more of an interesting pod. <laughs> if all you could do was go... <laughs> Andrew, what do you think about Batman? <laughs> I have to express myself in different sound effects. Yeah. So you're like, Andrew, you know you're going to die one day, right? <laughs> People start calling you special, Andrew. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's he's so brave, <laughs> and I'd still get laid a lot. <laughs> I might get laid more, actually. I don't know, man. Chicks usually like that tongue. What's your point? I could use my lip. I could be like. <laughs> <laughs> How you like that? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Oh man. So, little uh, little little epilogue to my earlier story. All right. Was totally gonna go do the dirty with Cassie tonight. She totally punked out because she's a little bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Other girls totally down to fuck. Still getting late night. <laughs> See. Always a good ending to my stories. <laughs> Just make sure that you don't have any sharp instruments lying around. <laughs> See, the the fucked up thing is, is like one day, like me and her are gonna get married or something, and I'm gonna be like, Sean, That's this weird. is this is fucking, this is Becca, <laughs> and you're gonna be like, the first time I heard about you, I heard you were suicidal, cut your ribs, and you had another boyfriend, you fucked Andrew, and then you did all this other dirty <laughs> stuff. You're gross. <laughs> And I'm going to be like, You're well, a masochistic whore. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm your husband's best man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just going to be like, well, <laughs> marriage over? He, he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go back and I'm going to say, babe, look, listen to this podcast <laughs> and you'll understand. Back then, we were only fucking... <laughs> Back then, you just wanted to date me. I didn't want to date you. <laughs> Back then, I didn't like you. <laughs> Back then, your most redeeming quality was that you sucked dick really well. 
And don't get me wrong, it was redeeming. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. Uh. <laughs> like I feel like this podcast in the future is gonna fuck my world up. Yep. But at the same time, I'm so waiting for it <laughs> so that we can have interesting fucking podcasts. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Well, when that happens, you let me know. Oh, I will, dude. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna be there for the whole, you know, meeting Becca thing. Oh, I will. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm, I'll still tell you about it. <laughs> At least in some way, shape, or form. I realized now. This is gonna be a little, little back. This is gonna be interesting. Like, every once in a while, I'll go on Stitcher, and I'll be listening to my other podcasts, like Smodcast, fucking Jay and Silent Bob, and still at the top of the list is fair enough, and, you know, every once in a while, I just stop and I listen to number five again, and it still, to this day, cracks me the fuck up. (laughs) Like, I know it's kind of lame and, you know, narcissistic to listen to your own podcast and laugh at them, but I still think we're funny motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) I think that we're both shameful. <laughs> I hate myself a little bit more every day. <laughs> That's funny because I feel like people like us more and more every day. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, only time will tell. I guess so. <laughs> I think the moral of the story is I don't really need a tongue. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Eat my asshole. Fair enough.